Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I'm Alyssa, and I'm joined by Bonnie, Leah, and Jen talking about our one cool Disney gal. Bonnie talked about Adriana Castioli, Jen talked about Harriet Burns, and Leah talked about Jennifer Lee. Before we dive back in, let's get to know something random about our pals. Yes. What's your okay. question? What's up? My question is, do you prefer the old school animation of ink and paint or the new computer 3D rendering? This is actually a really tough call. Oh, I already know. You already know? Okay, go. Because I'm like still pondering the pros and cons. It's the ink and paint. It's ink and paint for you? It's just ink and paint. I was actually at Hollywood Studios when it was MGM Studios. And they had the animator studio and they were working on Brother Bear at the time. Oh, yeah, Brother Bear. And they were showing everything. They were showing the drawings Mm -hmm. and the the cells Mm -hmm. and the backgrounds and the camera that took the pictures yeah giant camera yeah and it was beautiful and all you Mm -hmm. had to do you know you lifted up the glass you put in the cell (laughs) (laughs) you put it down (laughs) you did it again and you did it 17,000 more times I mean what how many frames per minute is it it's 24 frames per second 24 frames per second Mm -hmm. yeah so I mean sucks wow (laughs) that's impressive Mm -hmm. to me the amount of effort and work and meticulous everything that had to go into the ink and paint is enough to be impressive to me and yeah but i also loved i mean maleficent as the dragon oh yeah that was gorgeous mm-hmm. um and the the background paintings and everything they did for it it's just just too much talent too much time <laughs> too much amazing that they put into it see yeah that's why that's why you're like ink and paint Mm-hmm. I have a feeling I might know what Bonnie's answer is, but what do you think, Bon? Huh? Um, <laughs> I probably like both. Yeah. I did want, in preparation for this episode. Yes. Oh, yes. Our homework. I, yes. Uh, I watched uh, Sleeping Beauty last night. Oh, yeah. It's been on my list. And my favorite. And they did some weird, like you can yeah. tell they did a thing with a, like, the like projected leaves or something. Yeah. I could, like, mm-hmm. they were trying to do a depth that thing. It was like, trippy and they have mm-hmm. like at the beginning and the ending there's like a physical book that opens yep. and yep. closes mm-hmm. and i was just like i don't remember this as a kid <laughs> right uh, but i was like that's like i'm just like how do they do that right like, mm. dun, 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 dun. but then you also like the 3d too yeah i like i like all the stuff um i can't think of too much animation-y stuff i don't like right like, there you no, go that's I fair watch anime we watch you know the computer generated stuff i can't think of one off yeah the top of my head. well you did an episode on sailor moon yeah yeah so i mean the only thing that bugs me is rick and morty's pupils <laughs> are like squiggly <laughs> and it bugs the shit out of me because they're high <laughs> yeah they are on something oh my land <laughs> yeah like i grew up with like written stimpy right oh yeah so then you should be used to those eyeballs that are moving all <laughs> over the place. It's random and zippy. <laughs> like, ah. See. Yeah. I, I like all the stuff. But yeah, I watched Sleeping Beauty last night. I was like, I don't know what to do with that. See. Going down the rabbit hole. I love it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, oh, it's tough. I I love the cells. I love the attention to detail. I love any process that causes you to slow down and think deliberately about the story of like, how does this character walk? You know, because the walk will relate to the character. But I will say that I felt when Toy Story came out in 94, because I was a filmmaker at the time, I knew how long that process took to render everything, the computers that it took. And to me, it felt like it was the advent of cell animation now being brought into a computer fashion. So I felt like the the early Pixar stuff that was so time consuming, that was my favorite because I was watching every detail in Toy Story. And I think it's also because I was older. You know what I mean? So I was older. It was more made for not me, but it was still, you know what I mean? Like it was made for me, but not for me. Like, oh, so I'm right there. But I'd have to say that just that little bit of the 3D animation just kind of pushes it over for me. But I appreciate I appreciate both immensely. What about you? I like the old school animation. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's what I grew up on. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like, you know. Classics. Classics, <laughs> absolutely. So I asked that question because um, the woman that I'm covering, um, Bianca Majoli. Yes. She was the first woman hired in the story department in the 1930s. <gasps> story department? Um, yeah, she was born um, September 13th, 1900. Whoa. In Rome, Italy. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so she came over to the U.S. as a foreign exchange student and went to school at McKinley High mm-hmm. in Chicago, oh. which Walt Disney attended his freshman year. Oh, before he left um, to volunteer for the Red Cross in 1918 for the war effort for the First World for the, War. For the First yeah. World War, yeah. yeah. Um, major- she only met him once. When he came to school to visit in his GI uniform to say goodbye, oh, wow. uh, she's quoted as saying, "I was graduating midterm, handed him my girl grad book, and he drew pictures in it." My girl <laughs> grad book. Yeah. I want a girl grad book. <laughs> 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 like, is it like a t- titular degree? It's a titular degree. That's right. We call it a tit degree. Um, <laughs> it's when you can only graduate in one of two subjects and it's not right. a real degree to go anywhere. Exactly. But it, girl grad, it, like her yearbook I'm then? assuming it's like a yearbook. Okay. You just gotcha. get signatures. Um, oh. I don't know if it's like. It's like her autograph book. <laughs> yeah. So after graduation, um, she attended the Grand Central School of Art for figure painting and design in New oh, York City. Wow. The art school, or art, sorry, art student league for clay sculpturing. And the Leonardo da Vinci Art School for drawing line continuity. Continuity. Even Bonnie's shaking her head. Ooh, the Leonardo da Vinci School. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> in her early career, she freelanced in Florence and Paris. Oh my gosh! Oh, well. um, yes, me. So she was messing around then. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. The girl is not messing around. No, she's traveling the world, right? In sure. 1929, she took a freelance job with Earnshaw Publications and worked five years for the J.C. Penney catalog as an art director and brochure designer. J.C. Penney's. Yep. <laughs> uh, during this time, she also submitted a comic about a girl named Stella trying to find a job during the Great Depression to a contest. Aww. She didn't win, um, but that's okay. Still cool that she wrote her own comic, though. Yeah, or, absolutely. you know, like yeah. submitted a comic. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Aww. So then in 1934, she was feeling a little frustrated with her job and she wrote to Walt Disney asking for a job in his studio anim- or in his animation studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, No, I don't hire women. No, I'm just no, kidding. No, 
she actually, sorry, pause. Um, so she wrote, and she was like, if you can do so without causing yourself too much inconvenience, please arrange to see me sometime. I am only five feet tall and don't bite. I have a pantomime cartoon strip that I'd like very much to market, and you might be able to give me some information. Can I hire her? Well, then. <laughs> So super sweet. Yes, but she doesn't bite. She doesn't bite, no. Uh, Disney responded, I am sorry you don't bite. (laughs) What? Saucy. (laughs) But nevertheless, should be very glad to have you drop in and see me anytime at your convenience. Oh. So. (laughs) It's cute. It took them. Bonnie's going to have on her business card, but I bite. Just the opposite. I'm 5'4 and I bite. Right. So um, they met up for lunch a couple of years later in LA at the Tam O'Shanter Inn, which is still open today. Oh, wow. Uh, Disney was impressed with the Stella comic and hired her to serve in the story department. Yay. Very first woman ever. It was a totally male department. And of course, they were were less than welcoming. (laughs) The men did not. The men did not. dislike her but they wanted her to get them coffee Um, yes sorry I have a a typo in my notes so we can edit that out she can take notes oh wait sorry the men did not hide their dislike of her and would play pranks on her catfall her and look for any weakness to exploit blark bad boys according to Natalia Holt's book The Queens of Animation yes I love that book yes I haven't read it I didn't read any book for this I got it totally from an article online which I reference in my header so that you you can see it exactly shout Um, out the librarian (laughs) giving credit and references yes Mm -hmm. um up until Majoli started working for Disney, stories mostly focused on prankster storylines. Mm. Majoli was known for bringing heart to and touching stories to Disney. Oh, look at you. Um, so her first original storyline was about an elephant named Elmer, who gets made up on, made yes. fun of for having a large trunk. Right. Um, and it's in the Silly Symphony. Yeah! Yeah. I watched it on YouTube. It's adorable. See, it reminds me of like the impetus for Dumbo. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Gotcha. There you go. It was inspiration for Dumbo. Yay. Oh, sorry. I spoiled it for you. Sorry. Spoilers. Spoilers. Way to go. Um, So in my notes, I also included the link so that you can watch that. Yes. Um, We'll totally have it in own show notes. I love them. So so that was really cool. So in the book um, by Master Animators, Frank Thomas and Ollie Johnston, too funny for words. They credit Bianca with elevating the art of animated storytelling. Yay! Um, we could not have made any of the feature films without learning this important lesson. Pathos gives comedy the heart and warmth that it needs yes. from becoming brittle. Absolutely. It's or, a sorry, that foundation. Keeps it from becoming brittle. Right. Um, so <laughs> she also uh, worked on many silly, symph- silly symphonies that were never finished, and two that were, Aww. including Woodland Cafe. <gasps> And Wink and Blinken and Nod, both on YouTube. Wink and Blinken and Nod. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Um, she's also known for, she translated Carlo Collodi's novel Pinocchio into English for Walt. Oh. And offered improvements on the story. So she's the reason why I have nightmares. <laughs> That's what I wrote in my notes. I was like, oh, is she the one that didn't take the boys out? Like, I turning know. into asses? Like, come oh on. Oh, my gosh. 
Okay, yeah, Pinocchio yeah. is still very triggering for me as an adult. Are you worried about being swallowed by a whale? No, it's the um, like, it's the it's ab- when the boys turned into donkeys. Yeah, no, no, it's the no? abandonment. It's, it's they oh. went to sell him, they sold him oh. to the circus, and I'm like, how can you just sell him away? Sorry, I have problems. Anyway, yes. <laughs> Yeah, so she's responsible for all of your trauma. All right. But you know what? She's also trying to bring heart to the story. I think what it is, I imprinted my heart so much on Pinocchio. So she did her job. Yes. Just horrible subject material. Yes. (laughs) So um, Bianca struggled to speak up during meetings because, of course, she was the only woman in the room. Right. Yeah. As any of us probably would. Right. Um, So while her stories fit perfectly with Disney's vision, she felt outnumbered by the men. Fair. Mm -hmm. Yes, she was. Um. They were also often encouraged to act out their stories, um, which I would love to see. Oh, yeah. Which made the atmosphere fun, but caused her to be more nervous. She wrote to a friend after one meeting, I sat in the corner with my heart beating wildly and gasping for air. Oh, she's having a little Anxiety. panic attack. Yeah, she was. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's because in one meeting, Walt Disney himself tore up her drawings for Snow White. Oh. In front of her colleagues. Oh, Sam. Oh. She ran out of the room in humiliation. Oh. From then on, she used excuses ranging from illnesses to car accidents to avoid attending meetings as much as possible. Oh, those meeting rooms are hard. Oh, my yeah, gosh. I Can you imagine, like, him tearing up all those No. Drawings? Like, that's no. so much no. work. That's <laughs> awful. That's an, I, I would never show up again. Yeah. No, I wouldn't either. Um, oh. So she continued to work for Disney, and in 1938, she wrote several outlines and provided visual development um, artwork for Cinderella and Peter Pan. Yay! Yeah. She also partnered um, with Al Heath that year for the conceptual art for the Nutcracker Suite segment. For Fantasia? Fantasia? Oh, that is one of my favorites. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, She also worked on Bambi, which established a permanent record of pictorial descriptions, vital and humorous facts relating to animals we are dealing with. So she probably didn't write down. So then Bambi's mother died. She probably didn't. She's probably not responsible for that one. She just animated it. She gets a pass. It's totally fine. Totally fine. I mean, she was just doing her job in a room of men. I loved every bit of Bambi except for one bit. And we all know what the one bit is. Um, (laughs) But the animals were cool. So um, after doing all of that really awesome stuff, she worked on her final Silly Symphony, The Ugly Duckling. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't YouTube that one. Um, I had Disney Channel and I watched it a little bit too much. Actually, I, yeah, me too. I watched, uh, I liked Woodland Cafe too. It was, oh, it was nice seeing all the I bugs. Watch, yeah. That was really cool. Cute. So following um, The Ugly Duckling, she took a sabbatical and claimed that she lost interest, but was probably just sick of the toxic and sexist workplace. That's fair. Yeah. Um, when she tried to return to work for Disney in 1940, she was told that her position had been filled. Ooh. Um, so she didn't work for Disney anymore and did not leave on good terms. Um, no. She married an American artist, Carl Hilborn, in okay. 1942, and she continued to take private commissions for sculptures and glass panels. So she oh, still nice. got to do what she loved, just not right. yeah. for Disney. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Um, Which might be better off for her psyche, especially in the 30s, yeah, 40s. In, in yeah, exactly. Era. Heyday yeah, like, of Mad Men. And, mm. <laughs> um, she then she returned to Chicago and illustrated the Children's Treasury. Oh, yeah. Um, which I could not find. Aren't they those golden books, the Children's Treasuries? Or no, is that separate, the the Golden Books? Okay, gotcha. I I don't know. I Googled it, and I couldn't find anything. Okay, gotcha. That's Mm. fair. Um, And then in 1953, she and Carl opened the Hillborn Gallery in L.A., 
which featured their work and the work of other upcoming artists. Um, Carl died in 1954, um, and she never remarried, Mm -hmm. and that's where her life kind of drops off, and she died at the age of 96. On oh my September wow. 6th, 1997. Oh my wow. goodness. So she had a nice long life. Yeah, she did. And got to end up doing what she loved. Oh my gosh. So Look at that. She got a happy ending. Yes, she did. <gasps> Look at that a happy ending. Sorry. It's you're the last episode of this month and so it's like, "Oh my gosh, it's like a happy ending." <laughs> oh my goodness. It's got to be very hard to be the first woman in, you know what I mean, a very any, male environment. Especially when they've already yeah. established themselves, when they've already established their roles. And like you said, it was the prankster thing, which yeah. is a boy thing. Right. Working late, you know what I mean? Hitting those deadlines, being in a creative environment, and mm-hmm. hey, can you get me coffee and write down notes? So mm-hmm. to survive that yeah. and to kind of open the door for other women to, you know what I mean, to come mm-hmm. in uh, after her. Very brave and very awesome. Yeah, I so too. <laughs> oh, thank you, Bianca. <laughs> I love it. Do you ladies have any questions? Dun, 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 well, dun. my favorite symphony, silly symphony, was mm-hmm. the the <laughs> can't remember a title, but the one thing that I remember the most about it was. The boy tree and the girl tree. Oh God! Dancing. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and it was. It was. She was very. She was a dancer. Like if right. you think of a ballet dancer, that that was her stature, and that was how she was moving. And I was trying to. It, it sounds like it would have been something that she was working on. Definitely. See. Yeah. As one of the stages, she's over. You know, she did her dance, and then she had a panic attack in the corner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could see myself going, I'm not paid for that. <laughs> I didn't Probably sign wasn't. up to act it out. <laughs> Signed up to illustrate it and find the story. <laughs> but you got to do what you got to do. It adds the the realism to, uh, to the piece. So, Yes. Well, that wraps up this month's research into Disney Gals. Join us next month as we explore the lands, traditions, and indigenous peoples during Native American Heritage Month. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>